It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's Plan with Dan. This is the Plan with Dan podcast. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Dan Betzel. He's the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you in the greater Columbus area with an office in Gahanna near the airport there. Find him online at BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. And Dan, today I'd like to talk about an incredibly pleasant topic, stress and (laughs) retirement. You can probably yeah. hear the sarcasm in my voice. It's a great topic because, you know, so many people think, okay, wow, that day that I finally walk out of the office for the last time or, you know, I finally, um, you know, put away the briefcase or whatever it is that you do, it's just going to be this, uh, you know, rosy, uh, wonderful life on the beach. And, you know, in reality, retirement very often can be quite stressful. As a matter of fact, psychologists have determined that retirement is actually, can you believe this, the 10th most stressful event that you can experience in life. And that's up there with like going to jail and uh, (laughs) like death of a spouse and divorce. That's crazy to me. It is. But the good news is I think that uh, you can do some things proactively to help you, you know, help you take some of the stress out of retirement. Sure, let's do that. Let's let's discuss some of those kind of things that you can do. The first one I'd like to get into is really just understanding the significant lifestyle change that's about to happen when you retire. Yeah, you know, I, I like to say, you know, nature abhors a vacuum, so uh, it's really not that fun for people who've worked. You know, they've worked, uh, you know, every day of the working week for 35, 40 years, and they suddenly now first day of retirement, they're sitting at home. The first day is okay, maybe. Second day, okay. But the third day, they start to realize like, wow, I have nothing to do. And for, you know, for some people, it's really hard for them to let go. And I'm thinking of a couple stories. I I have a really good friend. um, He's a dentist. And, you know, he he was, um, it's a great guy. He worked like an American dream, right? He, you know, he, he puts himself through dental school and creates a great practice, raises a great family. And then uh, suddenly he's going to retire and he sells the business and now there's nothing to do. Now for him, because he had, he had planned well and he had taken the steps to like 10 years before he retired, he started doing some, uh, getting some hobbies he really enjoyed. And he was, he got really active, like in a, in a singing group here in Columbus. And, you know, it was really wonderful to see him just transition so beautifully from this guy that was running this, you know, very successful dental practice to this person who was really enjoying life and having a really about as much as you can imagine stressful retirement. But it isn't always the case. I have another story of another friend of mine who, um, was absolutely miserable. And here's the funny part, it's not really that funny, but you often hear this, is it often the spouse is also becomes very unhappy because suddenly now they have to deal with their unhappy spouse who used to be at work. That, <laughs> so, that doesn't sound funny at all. No, it's horrible. <laughs> uh, but you know, but but, but this, this is actually end up being a great story. They found something, it took them a while, but they found something they could do together. And you know, they really, really enjoyed it. And uh, so it, it worked out, but it would have been nice maybe if, they had given some thought to that, you know, before, you know, before they retired. Yeah, that's true. I think I've always been told in, in big life changes, not to think about what you're leaving, but what you're going to. And so I think yeah. when you retire, it's important to think through that idea of not what am I retiring from, but what am I retiring to? I mean, what's next? Absolutely. And to take some steps to you know, put that in place. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It kind of what you speak about runs into the maybe a, another idea is, um, 
really embrace this new area, this new time in your life. So as you're saying, you know, it's not just about eliminating all these things that used to drive you crazy or these things that were challenges for you, but learn to think of new ones that are going to inspire you. So stay engaged and stay active. And, uh, you know, you got to relax, of course, and enjoy yourself and spend time with your family and do those things you've always wanted to do. But we all feel that it's really important to stay productive and find those avenues where, you know, you can be productive. I I have a client who was a had a very, very, very stressful job, and uh, she wasn't happy at it, but it was a it was a really great job and you know created a great income. What she always wanted to do was work at a bookstore. So she retired, and guess what? She found a job at a really nice coffee house bookstore and finds great enjoyment in helping people find books that are going to inspire them or challenge them or help them. And she loves uh, reading books to small children in the children's section of the bookstore. So it just, you know, was able to find something that that contributed and created some really nice new opportunities for herself. Yeah, I think that is important. I mean, I, I may have mentioned on a previous podcast how my my dad owns a store. He sold it a few years ago, and so he was kind of looking for the next thing to do. And he'd always been involved in politics, and so I know that that's a kind of a a, a third wow. wire, you know. But uh, at the same time, he found a lot of fulfillment in serving the community through his political involvement. I mean, he, I think he's one of the few that aren't the uh, snakes you hear about on TV. But wow, really, he, he found yeah. a lot of purpose in that, and so it just goes to show you that you know, find things that are going to keep you busy and give you purpose and meaning kind of in that next phase of life. And in doing so, keep your options open. Yeah, you know, that's, I think, such an important point to make. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about, I've had a lot of clients who've retired to Florida because, you know, up here in, in here in Ohio, it can be, get really cold. It's it not today. pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's uh, wind chill, you know, negative, uh, negative five or something like that today. And, uh, you know, they go to Florida and at first they really like it, but then there's the really hot, you know, soupy Florida summers and they complain about, you know, all the insects and, you know, an alligator in your backyard. And if you stay really rigid and you have to say, well, you know what? I moved to Florida. I bought this house. I got to stay here. That really could, uh, could make you, uh, for very unhappy. But what a lot of them have done, and they, they taught me this phrase called halfbacks. I don't know if you ever heard of that or not, but a halfback, halfbacks. halfback is a person from Ohio who moves to Florida and they don't, they don't move back to Ohio. They move to like Tennessee. They go halfway back. <laughs> and a t- Tennessee is certainly milder weather than we have here. Still has the four seasons. You know, it doesn't. It has the beautiful mountains, the Smoky Mountains. It, but doesn't have like the you know the the horrible humidity and the alligators everywhere. So uh, they call themselves halfbacks. And I really honor and praise that ability to stay flexible, to keep their options open, to say, you know what? We thought we wanted to go to Florida, and there's nothing wrong with Florida. Florida's great. But Florida really wasn't what we wanted. We're going to try something else. We're going to move to Tennessee. And it's what's really fascinating is the people that have done that, these halfbacks, as they call themselves, they're really happy. They're closer to their children in Ohio. They have the four seasons. They can see the trees change. And they don't have the, you know, the, the frigid temperatures and all the ice and snow that we have here. That's right. They kept their options open. Keep your options open. Incredibly important, especially, you know, we talked about embracing new opportunities. And I think the only way to do that really is to keep your options open so you can find out what's out there. Another thing you need to do is to keep your sense of perspective. I mean, we think of this as this big life stage, and it is, and I don't want to take away from that, but it's kind of really a more modern concept, retiring. 
Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think most people that I that are retiring today, I mean, very few of them, you know, sit on the front porch in the rocking chair, like the image that we have. A lot of them are, you know, still fully engaged, you know, in all aspects of, of life and giving back to the community. And, you know, it's it's also this idea that it doesn't have to be perfect, right? Uh, Norman Rockwell painting isn't real. Very few of us have that kind of a life. And so what life... Um, gives to us. I think if we can have the right perspective, it can really help us have a sense of, uh, of peace or an enjoyment about it. And it reminds me of my, my father-in-law. I mean, he passed away seven or eight years ago, but I remember when he was getting up in his 80s and he wasn't able to do some of the things. He was a very active person. He loved to be out on his boat and, and doing those things, but he wasn't able to do those things anymore. But, you know, he was never depressed about them. He would always say something funny to me like, well, it beats the alternative. In other words, he was still there, still alive, still you're able to still do things. still not in the ground. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, so, I mean, if you're able to reach retirement and you're able, you're fortunate enough to experience, you know, that stage of your of life, you're really, really fortunate, really, really lucky. And it's about getting up, I think, every day and enjoying it and making every moment count. That's right. And finally, you might could have seen this one coming, but best way to mitigate stress work with a good financial advisor. Yeah, I, I really think you have to create a plan and you have to then work the plan and allow the plan to work for you. And there's certainly things that we do not have control over. I know right now there's a lot of fear and concern, uh, you know, in the geopolitical world, you know, uh, what's going on in North Korea and, and all these other concerns and with terrorism. And those really aren't things that we have control over, but there are things we do have control over. We have control over how much money we save every month. We have control with what kind of portfolio we decide to invest our money in. We have control over, you know, how much debt we want to take on or how much debt we want to liquidate as we get closer to retirement. We have control over, you know, the kind of house that we want to live in and the area of the country we want to live in. So there's so many things we have control over. When we want to take our social security, what type of of, um, of retirement benefits at work do we have and, and how do we want to access those and what kind of income are we going to need? There's all these things we can focus on and we can't solve all the problems in the world, but we certainly can put you in a very good position to weather the storms that are going to come and to reduce that stress, reduce that fear, just like you know when you're taking a long flight you know on an airplane, if you have confidence you know in the airplane, you have confidence in the pilot and you've reached some turbulence, you know, you can sit in your in your seat on the airplane, you can strap the uh, seatbelt tight uh, over your hips, and you ha can have confidence that the plane is going to fly through that turbulence and it's going to take you to your destination. So I think it's great to work with advisors, someone that you trust, someone that has your best interests, and uh, take care of those things, focus on those things that you can control, and allow, it's not easy, but allow, if at all possible, those things are out of your control, you know, to drift, you know, away from your consciousness. That's right. Get a plan in place that will take you not just to retirement, but all the way through retirement and enable you to experience a meaningful retirement while doing so. Dan, I know that's something that you and your team specialize in at Betzel Wealth Advisors. As always, you can find out more by visiting BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. That's B-E-T-Z-E-L, BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Or you can give Dan and the team a call at 614-472-4510. That's 614-472-4510. We thank you for joining us on this edition of the Plan with Dan podcast.
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.